Before we hop into today's episode of the podcast, I want to tell you guys about someone I've been partnering with over the past few months. The name of the company is 2 Before, and if you guys are looking to take your training to the next level, 2 Before is the right product for you. 2 Before is blackcurrant powder, and blackcurrants are antioxidant berries grown in New Zealand. Studies have shown that consuming them regularly improves endurance by increasing blood flow and removing lactic acid. It's used by professional running team 10 Man Elite, as well as teams in the NFL, NBA, and the NCAA. There was one study that showed that using two before consistently can improve your athletic performance by 4.6%. And so as I look to close out this fall on a high note with my training, as well as get in some really quality training this winter, two before is going to become a staple pre-run, pre-workout. I absolutely love this stuff. I've worked with two before for a long time. For this reason, it's become a staple in my daily training and life routine. Because of that, you guys can get 30% off at two before with code the running effect 30. Not only does this get you guys 30% off, but also free shipping. And I've left a link in the show notes. Again, highly recommend this product. And I definitely recommend at least trying it out once and seeing if it works for you. Hey friends, just a quick note before we hop into today's episode of the podcast. Majority of you guys listening right now have not given us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and it takes legitimately between five and 10 seconds to hit the follow button, hit the five-star review button. So I'd greatly appreciate you guys doing so if you have not done so already. And then something all of you guys can do right now is share today's episode with a friend, a family member, a teammate, someone who you think would find value and benefit from it. I would greatly appreciate you guys doing that, sharing the podcast, sharing today's episode with someone, because through that, we can expand the show and reach new people and hopefully through that, inspire them in the process. Without further ado, let's get into today's conversation. Jojo Jordan, Joseph Jordan, the king of Utah, the king of United States, Milers at this point. How are you doing this evening, man? Doing very good. Doing very good. How about you? Doing amazing. Super excited for our conversation. You ran 359. I was like, I got to get him back on the podcast. Has it sunk in yet? Not fully, honestly. Um, I, I, I Just like I didn't come in expecting it. So when it did happen, I, I wasn't ready to like process it all yet. I think when we talked in December after NXN, how I framed that conversation and, and through our conversation, a lot of it was like JoJo Jordan, the underdog story. And I'm not sure if I asked you this, but I think the narrative was like, not that he got lucky, but like it was muddy. This was just a one-off. Like, we'll see if he can continue it to the track. Your first race back, dude, <laughs> you do a historic mark. Did that feel good to silence any haters that you still had? Yeah, I mean, it felt really good. Um, I think, and I know NXN, some people thought it, it could have been a fluke. Um, I think I, running that mile, I think I proved some people wrong. And um, yeah, I mean, it just really felt good crossing that line knowing that, you know, I, I proved myself. A lot of people can get it done on the cross, but can't get it done on the track. A lot of people can get it done on the track, but not cross. For you, what's the difference maker? You know, your light's out on both. I don't know. Honestly, uh, I'm not the biggest fan. I, I do enjoy track more. Um, but I think uh, in Utah, we're just a little more gritty when it comes to cross country, um, train through the, the harsh conditions, the elevation. So, you know, um, I think that does make a little bit of a difference coming into the cross country season is maybe gives us a little bit more of an, of an advantage. But um, I do enjoy track more. I like I like the quicker stuff. So really, I think just both of them come hand in hand sometimes and I'm, I'm lucky I have it. 
How much do you think the win at NXN gave you a new level of confidence that really allowed you to run this race? I mean, do you think if you placed 50 at NXN, like you'd be breaking four? Yeah, um, honestly, I don't know. Uh, I, I, you know, winning, I had a lot of confidence. I don't know how I would have, you know, gone into this track season not being it, like not placing as high as I wanted to. But just coming off that, um, I felt like I had an expectation of myself, you know, to perform high. But that now that that expectation was from other people, I think really just drove me to to train harder and um, you know do the little things um everything outside of practice really just you know put a higher expectation on myself um i think that's what just made me you know keep pushing through um i had came off a really good block of training and i i felt confident um i didn't know sub four was going to happen i didn't think that was in the cards yet um but i mean i felt good and when it came down to it i, I went for it and i ended up getting it I remember last year's New Balance Grand Prix. It was like the first time that the class of 23 all came together for a race. And I remember people were speculating, like, not will someone break four, but how many people will break four? And it was a question of, like, will it be three? Will it be four? I heard number five, like, thrown around. No one did it. I think I'm forgetting who won. I think it was Rocky Hansen. Rocky. Yeah, he'll be yeah. your teammate upcoming here shortly, which is funny. But I think he ran, like, four flat something or 401. No one broke four. For you, you know, I feel like maybe I mentioned this on our podcast. I mentioned it on podcast with Clay Shively and Danny Simmons. Like the class of 2024 has kind of gotten some hate in the sense of 2023 class was historic. And, you know, people were talking about it never being touched. Well, you are kind of carrying the class of 24 on your back. You go out in the same race that the guy, these guys did. And, you know, you run a sub four without much help. What do you think was the difference maker here? I know you spoke to the race a little bit a minute ago, but, you know, it takes a lot to break four. And a lot of these kids last year who were amazing and went on to do incredible stuff didn't. What do you think was the difference maker? Um, I, I really don't know. Uh, it is really early in the season. Um, so I did kind of shock myself with the fitness that I was in. But I mean, I think it really just came down. I don't know what the pace was like last year, but I think a lot of the guys had the goal of, you know, going close to four. Um, when I got there, I was told the pace lights were coming in through in 59.5 or the pace was going to go through 59.5 and through like 1200, um, really surprised me. I don't, I didn't know. I didn't think someone would, um, request that fast of a pace this early in the season, but when it came to the race, um, I think the, the real difference maker was just having a pacer come through perfectly in three flat and then have four or five guys there, you know, willing and ready to push that barrier. Um, really just brought everyone. I mean, the race was just so fast as well. I think there was maybe five or six guys, um, 406 or faster, which this early in the season is unreal. And I think it, it's just a great, you know, starting point for, um, you know, the class of 2024. And then of course, you know, 2025 with Owen uh, running like 406 or something. So, you know, everyone's just ready and primed. Um, I think this season, outdoor season is going to be really fast. I know it's it's hard to live up to that that last year's class just because of you know everything that went down you know uh everything from the mile to the two mile it was it was insane but um hopefully we can give it a run for its money we'll go through some listener questions to close out today's conversation but one that got asked a lot about and we can cover this later on was you not winning the gatorade boys player of the year did that fuel you at all going into this weekend 
Um, didn't really fuel me. Um, yeah. Uh, I've never won one. I did want to win, you know, just, I was just wanting to win Utah. I thought I, that was doable. Um, props to Danny, of course, great season, great guy. I, I love Danny. Um, I thought, I, I honestly thought Drew Griffiths was going to win it. Um, he just had an insane season and I, I didn't see why he shouldn't have won it. Um, but I think didn't fuel me. I didn't expect to win it, but, um, gave me a little bit of motivation, motivation, just not winning the Utah one. I was, it was something, you know, I've never dreamt of doing that, but something when it came down to it, I thought I had a shot and it didn't happen. I'm all, I'm all, I'm all good with it. Um, yeah, no, no hate on Danny. I, I love Danny. Um, one of my best friends, but I think didn't really fuel me, but gave me a little bit more motivation. Living in the age of social media, you know, you see comment sections, you see posts. I feel like you've been on a ton of podcasts recently. Uh, you're very involved in social media and the digital age. What effect do you think that's had on your career, positive or negative? Um, I don't know. Um, something big that uh, I've tried to do is like whenever someone reaches out to me or, or does anything like that, you know, ask a question. I, I always try to respond. It's something, um, you know, I... I I, when I was like a freshman or sophomore, I did, you know, send messages to some, some bigger guys and they responded, gave me advice. Um, I'd love doing that. You know, if, if you reach out to me, I would love to help you just, you know, doesn't matter what it's in. Uh, I think it's really good for, you know, guys at the higher level to just help, um, bring these, uh, you know, freshmen and sophomore up. I think it's, it's great for the sport, but, um, other than that, uh, I do like social media. I think it's, it's a good place to interact with, with everyone, um, in the sport. And I think it's really great, you know, having, um, you know, having social, like social media influencers like yourself and like CDS mag, just really giving more attention to the sport is, is just a great thing for it. We talked right after your NXN win. I think you were in the midst of some downtime. Can you take me through the training between NXN and then the new balance grand prix, what the training looked like? Yeah. So, um, I think it was like a six week block, just slowly building up, um, got up to around 63 miles the week before, uh, new balance, uh, biggest week I've ever done, uh, 63 miles, of course, including five or six miles of strides that I just, just do on the track. Um, uh, other than that, it was just a, just a very consistent, big block of training that just boosted my confidence, um, slowly building up to 63, didn't, didn't rush anything, really just wanted to feel good um, coming back to the sport after I took 10 days off. So really just um, the goal was just take it really easy, um, not get injured in those first couple of weeks, and then hit some harder workouts, some bigger workouts, um, build up the mileage. And then last week um, going into the Grand Prix, it was a pretty light week for me. So I felt um, pretty fresh going into it. Uh, and I think really it's just all, um, it's just all aligned for that, that race. Jojo, you run through 59 off of six weeks of training. What's the limit here? I mean, that's pretty bizarre. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly don't know. Uh, my coach, you know, he, um, he told me at the beginning of the season that, um, we should shoot for, you know, not just 359, but under 359. I think it's a great goal. And then of course, um, big goals for the 32. I have yet to race one. I don't know if I'll race one indoors, but, um, of course, like under 835, maybe in the 830s would be amazing. 
um, really just don't know what I'm capable of, honestly. <laughs> um, uh, living and training at altitude is something that really, when I do get the opportunity to race at sea level, um, it's, it's just, I never know what type of fitness I'm in. And I try to take advantage of, you know, every opportunity that I do get to race at sea level. Every single year, it seems like when a kid breaks four immediately, and I'm a big part of this, the question is, is Alan Webb's record on your mind? So I pose the question to you, 2024 edition, JoJo, is Alan Webb's record of 353 on your mind? Um, I mean, it would be cool to get close. I think 353 is, you know, otherworldly for a high schooler. Um, realistically, I, I honestly don't know if it'll happen. Uh, I think that's another eight seconds or what was my math here? Six seconds. But um, yeah, uh, you know, it'd be cool to get close. I, I'm, it's not something, you know, that's not my, my big goal. I think big, big goal for the season is just, just to compete with the best guys in the country and then, you know, hopefully drag some more guys under four. It would be amazing for the sport. Jojo, let's do some math here. I think Simeon, the fastest he ran indoors was 404. He ended his season 357. What's that? That's seven seconds. I don't know. Yeah, it's adding up <laughs> here. You never know. You never know. All I'll say yeah. is don't limit yourself. And uh, who knows, we might look back on this conversation in June and have a good laugh. But also, like, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, let me pose this question to you. You know, you talk to JoJo in middle school and you say you break four in your career at all. He probably would have been thrilled, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, never had that. Never really thought of that as a goal. But um, when it came to this season and to my even my junior season, you know, I thought, why not go for it if I'm if I'm close enough? But I mean, yeah, middle school me would have never dreamt of what I'm doing right now. So many people ask the question, why are so many high schoolers running fast these days? What's your opinion on it? Um, I think it's it's probably just the training. Um, there there are guys doing crazy training. I don't do insane insane training. Um, I try to think of it as you know, I, I still have to go somewhere in college. Um, still have to get places to improve. So. Uh, I run six days a week. Um, I don't double at all. Haven't doubled this entire season. So I, I mean, I see it as like, I do have to progress somewhere in college, but I think it's really just the training. Um, and then I, I don't know if super shoes are, are really making that much of a difference. And then I think one thing, one big thing for me, uh, in that race was the, the pace, the, the like the wave light pacing. I thought it was, I've never run with it before. So having that, like just being able to look down um, and see the green light and know that that is four flat and I have to be ahead of that. It was like some, having someone ahead of me, you know, chasing someone down. I think it is a great thing. I know some people don't like it for the sport. I think it, some people think it's, you know, um, it, it takes a little bit more racing. It takes a little more racing out of the race, but I think it's great for the sport to push people to faster times. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like six months ago, you know, people knew your name. You went to Brooks PR. You were a solid runner. I'm sure people in the state of Utah definitely knew your name. But on a national stage, not as much. I think you pull the average high school runner and you say, do you know who JoJo Jordan is? They're probably like, eh, I don't know. Fast forward to today, I feel like you are the guy, okay? Like you are the guy that's representing your class of 2024. You won on XN. You do a, a massive podcast where it feels like, I feel like I saw you on every podcast. Uh, including my own, so I'm at fault there. Um, it's awesome. Uh, like you're all across social media. Miles Split's doing stuff with you. Um, track all access does a workout with you. You break four. Like you're just all over. 
has this been hard having everything come at once? And how have you kind of dealt with the newfound stardom? Uh, even though like you haven't changed as a person, you know, it just kind of all came. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been kind of crazy. Um, I think the podcasts were fun. You know, I just got to meet a bunch of new people. Um, I was at Boston and I got to meet a couple of the guys that, that I did do a podcast with. So it, it's been great. Um, I think it's, it's just a lot of fun. And then I think Chuck all access was extremely fun. I, I love what he's doing. Um, you know, just going to all of the, the big guys um, and just, um, you know, just seeing what they're like inside of practice and also outside of practice. It, it was great. I had, I had a great time doing that. Um, really nice guy. And I'm excited to see, you know, I, I keep watching all the workouts and it's really cool to see what he is doing. Um, it's like, what was it? Workout Wednesdays. I don't know who did that, but I remember watching those and I think it was, it was great being able to see what, other people are doing and how they're training, but, um, it, it it's been, you know, I, I have been flooded with stuff, um, over the past couple of months. I, I don't know. I try to, um, you know, doing stuff like this does allow me just to sit down and think about what I've really accomplished. I think some, something big, that's something that my coach told me just really, um, embrace it all and just really sit down and, you know, it's good to have a discussion about, um, where my head is at and where, what I really think, I could go do or what I have done and how I've gotten to it. It's, it's just amazing. What do the Jordan parents think of it all? Oh, um, both my parents were lucky enough to be in Boston. It was, it was just an amazing feeling. Um, they've really just supported me throughout my entire career since, you know, middle school, me was just running for fun, uh, up to where I am now. Uh, it's, it's been amazing and I'm, I'm so happy that they've been able to see where running has gotten me. And, um, it's, it's just amazing. You know, after my, after NXN, um, being able to hug my parents, it, it was just the greatest feeling of, in the world. And then after this, um, being able to see how happy they were, uh, it was, it was just amazing. And, um, I'm excited and hopefully they can come see me uh, race in the NCAA. Uh, and I'm just really excited. Um, happy for how far they've, you know, pushed me to through this sport. For a middle schooler who's listening, you know, we talked about, you know, you in middle school thinking about probably breaking four and doing it your senior year of high school. What would you say to that, like middle schooler, freshman, sophomore in high school who's super ambitious, wants to go to the places you're, you're going, but doesn't realize it's a process over time and they're not going to break four the next year? Yeah, take it slow. Um, one big thing is just have fun. Uh, something that I, I've really... I really think is the key to this sport. Um, yeah, just, just having fun with it. Uh, I really wouldn't be here without my friends that I run with every day. Uh, it's something that's really inspired me just to see them working so hard, uh, really just pushes me to work harder. And, you know, I, I, I spend, what is it? So many hours a week with them, uh, going on runs, outside of practice, some of my best friends, um, and really just to sit down and enjoy it all while it's here, uh, is something that's really helped me. Um, I mean, I've, I've I looked up to my seat, the, the people, my freshman and sophomore year, I looked up to, uh, them as seniors and they really just made the sport fun for me, you know, taking me to places to run, going out for dinner, going out for breakfast after runs, everything. I just, everything, 
I, I wouldn't be here without them because they really just taught me to love the sport. What's next for you in the upcoming weeks, months? What, what do you got your eyes set on? Yeah, uh, I think not this weekend, but next weekend I'm going to Idaho to race Simplot Games. Uh, it's, a, it's a cool race. Uh, it's, it has prelims, so I think that's fun. Makes it a little more tactical. Uh, first round, then you get to go to the finals and have some fun. Uh, after that, um, good little training block heading into New Balance indoors. I try to not race too much indoors. Uh, and then I, I honestly don't know what I'll be doing there, um, either the mile or two mile. Some people want me to do the 5K. I can tell you it will not be happening. I'm not running <laughs> 25 laps on the indoor track. Uh, it it does, not, does not sound uh, fun to me. But, yeah, either the mile or two mile. And then after that, I'm excited to start my season off uh, in Utah. Hopefully go to Arcadia, run a fast time um, with just the talent pool that goes there. It's going to be super fun. And then uh, probably won't race outside of Utah until postseason. Uh, try to run some fast times. Uh, I would like a state record in Utah. It's like 4:05 uh, at altitude. It is that is 4:05 is is really cooking. So we'll see if it happens. I, I would love to have it happen, but I'm just excited to compete with all the guys. Um, Utah this year, it's absolutely loaded, and it's it's going to be tough. You know, going for wins and stuff like that. How would you describe the past few weeks and even the past few months? What what does it feel like and in a sentence or two, what's it been like? Yeah, it's been unreal. Uh, just, I mean, yeah, like just seeing how much everything's changed for me is really just gave me a new level of confidence and, you know, um, digging deeper in workouts, working harder, um, really, I, I don't know how to say this, but uh, it's, it's just really cool to see where, I've gotten and then hopefully where like seeing my teammates seeing what I've done can really just bring them up to a higher level. Uh, all of our, we, my teammates raced this weekend. Sadly, I wasn't here, here to, you know, see them race, but they all did amazing. They all PR'd and I'm excited to see what my, my teammates can do. Um, it's been a wild ride. I haven't, you know, I've been grinding with them since four years ago. So it's, you know, it's, it's really, I've really just, um, you know, taken the time and just enjoy my, my last, you know, high school season with, with these guys. Um, I won't be on a team with them again, but I'm really just sitting down and enjoying the rest of my high school season career. Jojo, let's answer some rapid fire questions from Instagram. You ready? Yeah. Okay. First one from Ricky. He asked, when's he getting the Nesquik sponsorship? I got it right here. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I'm hoping. Uh, I don't know. They, they, I reached out. They, uh, they, they contacted. They were like, I, I got sent to a person higher up, and then I got rejected. So, um, oh. you know, I, I still, I still support them. I do drink it. Um, you know, it's something I, I'm not gonna cut it out if, it, if it's working, but. Oh, hopefully something. Okay, we got to talk off air. I'm going to make this happen. Send me the contact of whoever rejected you. Unacceptable. Okay. (laughs) Unacceptable. Can't turn down a sub four high school miler. Um, Question from Elliot. Hardest workout you did leading into this race? I had a, I think one that gave me the most confidence was the one on track all access that I did. I I had a great workout, uh, seven by 800, seven by 200. 
Um, I went started at 228, went down to 204, and then I think I hit like 29 down to to 26. Uh, it just gave me a, a giant confidence booster. Um, it was it was a tough workout, and I think that that's the big one. Jacob asked, "Is he going for the Echo Hawk Triple at State?" Of course. Um, you know, I got I got my ass handed to me by Taysen last year. I um, mean, all three events at State. Hopefully, I could do it. Um, I think the 800 is the one where uh, it might might fall apart, but we'll see. I would love to. Nolan asked, "What was going through your mind during the sub four race?" Ooh, um, just just stay on pace. Uh, I didn't know we were going that fast. I just locked on the guy in front of me. I think it was Adam. And when it came down to 1200, um, I saw 301, the pace eased up a little bit and I told myself, I'm going to go for it. I didn't think I, I would be going for it at that moment. And I ended up closing really hard and ended up getting it. Aaron asked, have you ever had to deal with thoughts that you'll never achieve your goals? If so, then how? I don't know. I, I try to look at everything in a positive way. Uh, I, I have yet to be knock on wood, yet to be injured. Um, in my high school career. So I've, ne I've never had, you know, the doubt that, you know, hopefully I, I'm like, I'm not performing or training at the level that I would like to be. But um, I just try to keep a positive mindset on everything. And yeah, I, I, I haven't come with those thoughts, but I'm, I'm sure I will at one point in my career. Do you, uh, Brayden asked, do you ever do upper body slash core workouts? If so, do you think they help and how often? Yeah, so after practice, we do like body weight stuff, med ball stuff. Um, I have been trying to get in the gym more often. Uh, it's It's been hard with um, just the amount of time that I do have with schoolwork and running and stuff outside of school. But um, I do core every other day, something that I, I, I do try to implement a lot. Um, other than that, just body weight stuff, med ball stuff. We have a body weight circuit that we do after practice um, every other day, and it's it's nothing crazy. Doesn't like, you know, I'm not sore, super sore after it, but it's something that I've been implementing. Brant asked wake Forest about to shock the running world with four question marks. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm super pumped. Um, teammate Corey, uh, it was my first time meeting him. He got third ran four Oh four. It's just, I'm so excited for that team and, and what we um, hopefully will accomplish with, the guys they got that last year and the guys coming in this year, I think it's it's going to be really a team to look out for. Cannot pronounce this username, uh, so I'll just pass it. Uh, you know who you are if you're listening. Uh, they essentially asked NIL deal in the works. Not at the moment. I mean, uh, New Balance, uh, I've been, they've been sending me a some stuff. Uh, I do not have an NIL right now. Uh, really just trying out their shoes, trying out what I like and seeing if, if anything will in the future what are your th okay i gotta ask you this feel free to answer how comfortable you are you win nxn you're one of the top guys in the country of course this cements you in another category i feel like but setting this race aside new balance signs like 30 high schoolers you got you have to have a chip on your shoulder man you have to whether it's gatorade yeah. not being signed i mean <laughs> come on yeah now. being rejected by um, nesquik <laughs> yeah I, I, they have been signing a lot of guys. Uh, they are the only brand to do it with high schoolers, which I think is, is cool for the sport, you know, being able to support a high schooler. And then as well as, you know, college athletes nowadays, they do get NILs. I think it's, it is great for the sport being able to, to support 
um, college athletes while they're in college, but they still get to run with their team, you know, do athletics. I, I think it is great. Uh, let me scroll. Let's find a good. Okay. Final question, Jojo, to close out the conversation. A good one from Kevin24Martin. He asked, how does it feel to be, in quotes, him? You know what I mean. Um, uh, you know, it, it feels surreal. Uh, you know, I never thought I'd be in this position, you know, being the guys, the, the person that, that some people look up to. I, I think it's really cool. And I, I really just have to, you know, stay calm and composed over, you know, the rest of the season, really just, you know, focus on, you know, doing better things um, just for me and for the sport. I think, I think it's just amazing. Actually, one final note for you, Jojo. Um, I was talking to Patrick Kuhn before this because on my story, I, I put King Jojo, I think. And he said, oh, does he have my nickname now? I was like, no, I just, that's a filler. I got to think of one. Do you have any nicknames currently I should be aware of? What's, what's the best nickname you've been uh, given? I do not. Um, you know, Jojo is my nickname. I, I, uh, uh, I don't have a nickname. Yeah, that counts, but it's not, it's yeah, not yeah. out there. It's not the King yeah, of yeah, Iowa. Yeah. It's not King Kuhn. Okay. I don't have any nicknames at the moment. So we'll work on one. I, I jokingly, you won't, you probably won't like that. You wouldn't run with this. Uh, but I jokingly, I said, I should start calling him Mr. Gatorade. Uh, justice for <laughs> Joseph Jordan. We'll leave it at that. I think it'd be hilarious. And then your campaign for male track athlete of the year, Gatorade track athlete of the year would be hilarious. If you won after being called Mr. Gatorade. Yeah, that would be so funny. So we'll, we'll see what magic I can do. Mr. Gatorade. We'll just start it here. Mr. Gatorade. A privilege and a pleasure talking with you. Keep crushing it. And whether you never break four again uh, or you run 352 this season, it's always a, a pleasure talking with you and most importantly, being inspired by you. I think my audience specifically looks up to you because, you know, you prove years of dedication pay off if you're really committed to your craft. So keep crushing it. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. I said that after NXN and it was the case. So I'm sure you're going to keep surprising not only me, but yourself. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the podcast. I don't take your time for granted, so I hope that it brought you some wisdom and value that you can apply directly into your running and into your life. If you have not already done so, please consider giving us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And then something all of you guys can do is share today's episode or the podcast in general with a friend or someone who you think will benefit from it. One more note, if you're not already following us on Instagram, consider doing so. My Instagram tag is at the running effect. I hope your running and life is going well. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy life to listen to today's episode. I will catch you in two days when the next episode drops. Until then, happy running.